savage yearning within them, legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary, a consuming flame that defies plausible explanation, battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Tonight's broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man. Gotta go a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? Why do you drink ice cold beer on a hot day? Mr. Clayman, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Cave Crew Radio, indeed it is. I'm here in my 3D glasses. This is going to be a big show. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is DK. I I launched from uh, Windsor, Ontario, Canada, and you are listening to uh, Cave Crew Radio. And I apologize for the delay in the uh, start of the show, but my son uh, is going away to camp, and he has been so rebellious uh, for the past probably 10 months. He's now a teenager. And yet tonight, until I assured him that I tucked money into his gym bag, uh, he had slight melancholy uh, about missing me. <laughs> he was, uh, how would, uh, uh, what's her name say, uh, Vaclemt. Anyway, I do believe I hear... Queens, New York. Let's let's not hold this any longer. I'm going to take these fucking stupid glasses off. By the way, that's why I'm. Yes, to, uh... I am here live from Queens, New York. I am Sir Big B, and uh, I'm I'm actually looking at the 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 alternate view of not the not the usual. What the hell is that? I don't know. I don't like know what my that. sound. What is that? I have no idea. <laughs> Things my go. Intro music. Boing. Boing. I know I got to get rid of. I, I have another picture on the other camera though I can't use yet. Oh, okay. I really do. Well, I, 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 I'm enjoying looking at the ultimate. What the fuck? The side of your house. What the hell is going on over what? there? <laughs> I have no idea. Stop touching things. I'm not touching a thing. Holy jeez! <laughs> bring oh, fucking bring yeah, and, and I, I have a, I have a question. Let me bring let me bring Stu in because I have a question okay. to to the greater audience. Um, and, and it's something I think we've all gone through or we've all done, but don't know why it works. Uh, I do believe I hear London calling. You may. 
my favorite part. You gotta hear this part. Here we go. Is he awake? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a bit. I've got a bit of a squeaky chair tonight. <laughs> Start moving. <laughs> Good evening. Wait. This is London calling. How are you doing? It's like the top secret CIA room. I'm He's so jealous. Like car under the bridge. And, 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 and I swear the stacks of paper get higher and higher. Like he's solving crimes. He is Constable Carson. Are we allowed to bring our guest in or, or do you have, is your question like for everyone? Yeah, but the question goes out to everyone. All right. So uh, Stu, Stu, stay hello for, or stay, stay hello. Stu? Hello. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm not in the mood for this It's going to be one of those nights. I'm not in the mood for this night, Stu. Like, <laughs> fuck off. I'm, I'm telling you right now. You fix everything right now. Turn a light bulb on. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome, for the third time on the show, um, a very special guest of ours who is celebrating his second anniversary uh, just released it this week. Uh, Jason, welcome back. You know what to expect, so we're not going to tell you where the fridge is or where to get drinks. You're on your own. Well, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. It is great. Hi, Chuck. How's it going, Stu? Good, Matthew. Good, What's going on, man? And and we will, we will talk about your second anniversary uh, as the show goes on. And by the way, folks... Um, just because we're talking about anniversaries, I don't want anybody to be jaded. Uh, Mike Jolitz also had his second anniversary show. Like, I wonder what. What the fuck? What is going on? We're going to find out in a minute. we got to get to your question first. But Mike Jolitz just had his anniversary shows as well. And I'm wondering what happened two years ago. You know, like, normally babies are born um, nine months after, right? Mm-hmm. Well, two years ago, there must have been like a real cold spell of no sex because both Mike Jolitz <laughs> and Jason Marshall started their show on the same fucking week. <laughs> and these noises are driving me crazy. Anyway, uh, Big B, um, what's, what's, what's your fucking... I'm lost right now. I lost my phone. So, I, so, so I, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this the other day and, and it came up tonight. Remember last week I was talking about the the body odor when you walk into the train and whatnot. We had a nice little tangent on body odor. We're not uh, going back I there, are ask, we? I want to ask everybody and everybody I know, everybody to a man on this show and out there listening. To this I mean, what the fuck that is? I have no idea. What <laughs> is going on? Touching things. Okay. Um, now it happened tonight because I was sitting there eating dinner and the, my dog was gassy as fuck and farted. <laughs> That's now, what happens when either your friends or your pets or, or a significant other maybe are around you and farts and it's really bad and you can't take the smell? What's the first thing you normally do? Well, who, who's going who's gonna to go first here? Tell them to get out of the room. <laughs> no, you know, the, the first thing you do is do this. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you're not watching up over your face 
Now, what is it about the properties of a T-shirt that protects the, 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 the smell from not entering? Everybody, anybody, anybody here or your friends, everybody's done this. As soon as there's a smell, you can't take, you put your shirt up over your face. And I'm like, oh, God, thank you, Tom. Get out of the room. Get out of the room. Go away. What is it with a shirt that makes it not smell anymore? Um, well, the, well, no, the, 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 the shirt has the, uh, has the, uh, laundry detergent in it, right? Yeah. I mean, so if it you comes, can, you can smell the it, fabric conditioner or something. Well, that's if you just take it out of the wash, but you know, you wash it like, you know, four days ago and you haven't worn it yet. You put it on, the smell goes away. And then if you, then if you're working in it all day or whatever, you know, at the end of the night, the smell's gone, but you, you still can't, you still can't smell the fart when you put your shirt over your face. Well, I, I I would hope that the shirt would still smell good until you've you've. Here we go back to the body odor shit again. Well, I'm not saying the shirt would smell bad. I'm just saying the shirt wouldn't smell like laundry detergent anymore. It would just be a shirt. It wouldn't have any smell whatsoever. Well, a shirt always has like a clean smell to it, though. Like I'm wearing a clean shirt. It smells. I don't know if it smells like laundry detergent, but it. it, it <laughs> All three of us is smelling our shirts right yeah. now. <laughs> Everybody, everyone, smell your shirt right now. <laughs> Hashtag smell your shirt. <laughs> All the listeners, we want you to tweet you smelling your shirt. Yes, yes, please. Tweet. Add pictures on the Facebook page yes. of you smelling your shirt on Cape or, Radio. Or your shirt to protect yourself against flatulence. <laughs> But now, Jason, well, well, now, now, wait a minute. Before I go to anyone on the panel, Big B, you got to be more specific. Uh-huh. Is this someone we know or someone in public or, you what? know, is this at a birthday party or is this like on a train? This is anywhere that somebody farts. Like right. I said, tonight I was just, I was sitting here eating dinner. My dog was all fucking gassy and farted right next to me and stunk. So I put my shirt up over my face. If Got you're it. hanging out with your friends... And your friends fucking fart and thinks it's, thinks it's all funny and smells like the sewer. You put your shirt up over your face. You know, it's it's wherever you wherever you are and you smell something really, really nasty and it's usually a, a fart, you put your shirt up over your face and suddenly you can't smell it anymore. I want to know what, what is the properties of a T-shirt that makes you not smell horrible smells? Uh, Jason, well, I, think, well, I think actually what you're doing is you're just holding your breath when you put your shirt over your nose. Well, why is your why number one? Why are you wearing a sweater? And number two, because uh, it's August. And number two, why do you have a mustache and not a beard or hair beard or hair on your head? Oh, uh, the the mustache is perfect. <laughs> it's a seventies porn stash. I'm doing the. Uh, I'm teaming up with the Japanese uh, guy from last week to do the Freddy. Mercury duet. <laughs> trying to figure it. You, you look like Magnum P.I. and Telly Savellas <laughs> mixed together. Anyway, back to what we were talking about before we move on here. Uh, uh, Jason, what would you do in the case of, of bad guests? I would just get up and walk away. Um, <laughs> you know, it's weird that you brought that up because I was thinking the worst time it was it was so embarrassing. I was out with my family, and 
I had really bad gas, and I farted at the table. <laughs> so you're the one that cut the cheese. So, well, the worst part was, like I said, we were out to eat, and the waitress had walked away for a little while. So I thought, well, now's a good time. And by the time I actually did that, she decided to come back to get our order, and she came at, like, the height of the smell. And it was really bad. And in hindsight, I should have just played it off like, man, I'm I'm really embarrassed that my kid did this. But it was very clear it was me. But but imagine imagine the poor waitress. Now oh, yeah. imagine imagine yeah. yourself. I went in... back. <laughs> I went back a week later for lunch, and she was there, and she saw me and started giggling, and I never went back to that restaurant. <laughs> that was the end for me. Did she say anything? No, just no. laughed at me. That was. <laughs> that's that's the worst thing that could happen to you. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty bad. <laughs> what in the fuck? All right, is going on? should 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 we should we let Big B and I guess Jason too know what's is this going a surprise on? Surprise for me that I'm hearing random sounds. Should. Okay, look up to my screen now. Um, you know, you know. How last week it was, it was, it was uh, National Intern Day. <laughs> Today is actually. And Roy, sir, Big B with random sound effects. Today. Yes. Today is uh, hashtag annoy Sir Big B with random sound effects day. Now that is far too long for Twitter, so I came up with this. <laughs> Hashtag A-S-B-B-R-W-R-S-E day. Well, what had happened was... <laughs> so, so, Jason, if you want to join in... <laughs> it, is, it is National Annoy Sir Big B with random sound effects day. <laughs> and poor Big B didn't have a clue of what we were doing. That's it, I'm Who's who's triggering the sound effects? Is it you? Oh man, Stu, we're bombarding you. We're waiting for Jason to uh, uh, to come in. We do have a breaking news alert, though. In, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you are not a member uh, of the Cave Crew Radio uh, Facebook page, you need to do so uh, immediately because this is uh, breaking news and my screen is fucking black. There it is. Okay, sorry. This just in from Mrs. B. Probably five minutes before showtime. We could never imagine this to happen. Uh, Tom Wopak. Um, you know who Tom is? <laughs> he was Luke Duke from the Dukes of Hazzard. He was. And, and folks, this is from TMZ, so we know it's real. He has been charged with sticking a finger in a woman's butt crack. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't mean no harm. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe this. Is uh, actually... Was he arrested by Roscoe Pico train? I... That's all you ever saw. 
<laughs> just his way of being affectionate. Here's here's what the story says. Uh, Tom Wolpot uh, allegedly grabbed the woman's butt and put his finger between her butt cheeks. And uh, he was arrested for felony indecent assault. Uh, according to the police report obtained by TMZ, uh, Ropat was rehearsing his show, 42nd Street, uh, in Waltham, M.A., Massachusetts, I imagine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, on July 23rd, when a woman on the set claims he walked behind her and she felt his hand grab her butt. It's not all. She also felt his fingers go between her butt cheeks. Jesus. Tom Wolpat. The nest at the time? Tom Wolpat, ladies and gentlemen. That, that is... She did... Sorry, Jason, go ahead. I think she just saw him meeting a Hershey bar and thought, here's my chance. <laughs> I'm going to frame this guy. I'm just, I'm just thinking, if, if, if anything is Dukes of Hazard. Uh, with all the snowflakes we have around this world right now, uh, 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 the memes have got to be coming soon. I'm sure they will be. <laughs> I, uh, uh, sorry, folks, I had to do that. That was that was uh, that was breaking news. I mean, he is just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Right. At least he didn't grab her by the pussy. Yeah. Who was it that did that? That was Trump that said that uh, he was going to do it to some some lady. I've heard that he's done it before. I forget now. It was a long time ago. But wasn't 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 there that wasn't there that saying "grab her by the pussy"? Wasn't there someone yeah. that was going around when, when Trump was campaigning? Oh really? Oh, it was the same time. Okay. Yeah, apparently, apparently, he said that in a conversation like 11 years ago, <laughs> and the Democrats will, you know, try anything to make themselves feel better. So they, that's that's what they grabbed onto, and it, you know, it was think, funny. Everybody just found it humorous, basically, except for the Democrats. I, I I think all of us at some point have have tried to grab them by the pussy. <laughs> just walk around, random. No, is that mate going on? That can you hear that? What? I don't know. Stu thinks he has a, a, a squeaky chair. That's the next thing on, on the agenda tonight. I think Stu's just going, just rapidly going insane and we're watching it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you're bundled up like you're in, like, North Antarctica. We've had our summer. It's like, it's freezing over here. It's fucking it's August. August. <laughs> but it's not very warm. Okay, so window open as well. But, okay, see, what's not warm to you? Well, it's it, there's a chill in the air. It's not warm. It's just it's not t-shirt. Can can you get can you give us Fahrenheit or centigrade? Like, can you, we're looking for a temperature. Your chill and our chill may be completely different. I'll see what the weather was today because I, I don't really. Uh, <laughs> he's like he's he like remember. his. It's like he's so cold he can't even check his weather clock. <laughs> it's it's sixty two. Oh fuck, that's not cold. It's that's sixty two. So what? It's sixty two. It's it's seventy three and raining here. Well, it's still warmer, isn't it? It's but it's sixty two. With the wind chill factor, it's like about fifteen. 
There is no windshield factor. <laughs> <laughs> what are you expecting? Snow flurries next? Stop! It's 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 the curse of the Snow Queen. Holy Jesus! With the windshield factor. Do you know what I saw? I, I meant to tell you this. Uh, do you know when you see weird things happening in people's cars? So you'll see a woman putting on her makeup. I don't know if I told you this. Did I tell you this the other day, Colin? No, but, no. Uh, please, please, please do share. <laughs> strange things, don't you? When people are driving. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're I, way, I tend not to pay attention to what other people are doing in their cars while I'm driving. I pay attention to the road. Yes. How about, how about this? A bloke who's driving the car, licking a dinner plate. <laughs> <laughs> licking a dinner plate? He had a dinner plate and he lifted it up and licked it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did tell me this story before. Well, but my daughter reminded me of it the other day because we, I don't know, we were driving, yeah, we was off to see my mother and we, we see something weird, I can't remember what it was now, or a bit of road rage or something like that. And, uh, she said, yeah, do you remember when the bloke licked the plate? <laughs> <laughs> it was just really random, you know? So he had, like, his, his mother's finest china <laughs> in the car. Yeah, and he was, he was driving. He was at the lights, and he must have just polished off maybe Sunday dinner or something like that, and then just lift, lift. There was a bit of gravy left on it, and he just give it a good lick. So, uh, uh, so I'm, pi- I'm picturing him driving with his uh, with his the finest china eating a spaghetti dinner and he had just finished off the spaghetti and still had some sauce left on the plate yeah. that he wanted to wanted yeah. to, to, to to savor. So and, he's just and, licking the plate of the sauce. And when he saw us looking, he did look a little bit embarrassed. How, how much how much did he weigh? It wasn't a big fat man. No. No, no. It wasn't like a wasn't like a you know, desperate for food or anything, you know. Maybe, maybe a, a, a homeless skinny guy that stole a car and was just hungry. <laughs> either, either you told us that story, or, or, or I got deja vu. I don't know. Um, okay, I was before trying to embarrass my wife one day, and I, I think it ended up being more embarrassing for me than my wife. But we were driving down the road. There was a lot of traffic, and we just got ice cream. So I decided to eat my ice cream cone blowjob style when we were stopped at stop signs. <laughs> it didn't bobbing up and down on it with the fucking yeah. <laughs> down your lips like a fucking. <laughs> yeah, I would just look at the car next to me while I just bobbed up and down on this. <laughs> and it just happened to be a a sixteen year old blonde who just got her license. And tell us about the court case. <laughs> What was it like when you stuck your finger in her butt crack? <laughs> that was at the end. I just put my pinky right up the, the bottom of the cone. My my son's at camp this weekend. I'm going to try that. I'll report back. <laughs> I'm either going to be sleeping on the lawn or I'm going to have a great night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, listen, Jason, uh, because we're going to head into a quick break before we go into all the other mayhem that's going on. Um, I don't even know what to expect. Uh, 
tell us about the two-year um, anniversary and, and have you made any changes since last we chatted? And by the way, uh, what was your opinion when Mama Kate uh, showed up on Kafka <laughs> Radio? But answer about your anniversary first. Uh, the and anniversary I'm- show, we got a bunch of people on that are usual regulars and added a few people. Uh, one of the guys' names is Mike Furman. You might know him. He was in a band with Chris Hardwick called Hard and Firm. He gave me permission to use some of his music on the show. Uh, we changed the intro music, some, uh, changed the show logo, stuff like that. And hopefully people will like the changes. And as far as uh, Mama Kate's appearance on the show, I found that pretty entertaining. I was, I was thinking about asking you guys what you thought about that. Um, from what I saw, I didn't, I wasn't able to catch the whole show live. What I saw was just her coming on with the black screen and trying to smoke a cigarette and then just going away very quickly and then trying to come back in about 10 to 20 minutes later and then going away very quickly again. Now, yeah, so her, her appearance was, was, was like a, like a fucking guy who, it's, who stutters. It, it, it freaked me out. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Completely freaked me out because uh, Stu brought her on. I didn't know about it. So obviously you didn't, Big B. And unless you did, maybe you guys are pulling shit behind my back. And all of a no, sudden she I, pops. I had no idea. All of a sudden she pops up on screen. <laughs> and very nice lady. I really liked her. She was making funny faces in the camera, though. And. Um, yeah, she was on dial-up, wouldn't she? It was kind of like Annabelle. It was kind of like Annabelle. <laughs> she was she was using a fucking tin can and some string to get on. <laughs> she had fucking she had fucking webcam Tourette's. <laughs> but she's she's welcome on any day, mate, uh, Stu. But uh, yeah, you you, you I, where is she near you, Jason? Or yeah, she lives uh, maybe twenty minutes away or so. And I'm going to have her on the podcast next Monday. So that was one of the things I was going to ask her about, too. And we want her to come back because she never really finished. I don't know if she ever really started. Well, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) We're we're not used. It's kind of like we have a treehouse, right? And we're not used to um, we're, we're, we're not used to women coming in to begin with. And um I, 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 I was surprised. Like, Stu didn't tell me. I think he did try to text me, but I don't pay attention once we go on air. <laughs> but we have had women before. Well, yeah, we've had Mrs. Cotter. We've had uh, uh, Mrs. B or whatever you call her, Mama B. And um, <laughs> she was in love. Yeah. Susan Love, wait till they see your Don Juan mustache. Folks, if you're not watching the Stu Cam, I just want to tell you, we are now integrating video uh, onto our, when we post the podcast on the homepage. So you can watch the video because the Stu Cam, we'll normally leave the Stu Cam run for 70 out of 90 minutes. (laughs) You never know what's going to happen on the Stu Cam. It's never a boring camera. Never. Uh, I might even put some toast on soon. My, my, still my favorite version of the Stu Cam was just the chair. 
when he <laughs> fell asleep. Yeah, that was something special. <laughs> he wasn't even there. It was just just I his chair that. and the mirror. That was it. Well, he was there after the show, wasn't he? He showed up. Wandered. He stumbled in like a fucking like a, like an old drunk stumbling in after a long night of, of fucking whiskey drinking. <laughs> He's rubbing sleep out of his eyes. Oh, are we ready to start now? No, really? <laughs> um, no, yeah, it was it was a weird show. And then he came on and he was ready to go till morning time. <laughs> I'm, I really, if I if I had wood and, and a matches, I would come make you a fire right now, Stu. <laughs> Folks, if you can see Stu, he's bundled. Uh, Big B, uh, well, I don't see Jason because we got his avatar, but we're all in T-shirts. It's August. We're happy. Right. And, and and Stu is is chilly because it's it's sixty five and and you got to get rid of that fucking mustache. I, I just it doesn't work for me. Stu, did you did you go out and buy rock salt for the impending snowstorm that's coming? Oh, I did. I sprinkled it on there just because it, it. I think there's a frost tonight. I went to the allotment, covered up all my plants. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Stu, you're something else. All right, folks, listen, here's what we're going to do. Let's take a really quick break here. Um, You're listening to Cave Crew Radio uh, live every Wednesday, Thursday, sorry, at 9 p.m. Eastern Central Time. Eastern Time, I've lost my mind. I can't get over the stew cam right now. It is uh, hashtag, by the way, let's pull this up again. And if you want to tweet uh, uh, put it on the Facebook group. Uh, send Big B a private message. It is annoy Sir Big B uh, with a random sound effect day. Uh, so we do welcome uh, anything that you have uh, to help us out on that cause. We'll be back. We've got some crazy stories. S-B-B-W-R-S-E. Yes. Because you would never fit that in a Twitter post. <laughs> So, just hashtag annoy Big B. It's good enough for us. Indeed. All right, kids. We're going to take a a very short break, about less than a minute, about two minutes. Anyway, and we'll be back. Hello, this is Al. I listen to Cave Crew Radio every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. If by chance I miss it, I catch all past episodes on CaveCrewRadio.com. Don't forget to donate five bucks at CaveCrewRadio.com. Oops, I'm due to donate. Now back to the cave. of Amazon Echo comes the newest hands-free speaker designed in the UK. It's the Nigel at only £60. It's the best price speaker on the market. You can't afford not to have one. Hey, Nigel, I've got the right arm. What's got your knickers in the twist me on, mate? Where's my jumper? Probably in your closet, you 
Where's the best fish and chips? At Harry Ramsay's in Yorkshire, you twit. Does the tube run to Lancaster Gate on Sunday morning? You bet, Governor. Is the nest in Dawson open? I want to get pissed and dance. Sure is. Better dress up, though. Where can I get some suction in London? At any gay bar, like usual. I'm out of fucking fags. Where's the nearest pharmacy? Uh, Devonshire on Israel Road. Where's the loo? See that sink over there? Where can I get a pint of Pal Moon Pal Al? Who's it? Who's it in as it on Cheers. Cheers back at ya. Well, hello, ladies and the gentlemen and cave dwellers in general. This is Choo Choo Stew, and I'm deep in the hallows of London, England. I want you lot to stop taking a piss and join the Cave Crew Radio Facebook group, please. And while you're at it, look us up on a Twitter as well. It's not rocket science, it's actually quite easy. Just search Cave Crew Radio. Also, have you got a bit of spare change in your wallet or your bank? Because we could do with five bucks. It's easy on PayPal. Just go on to cavecrewradio.com and chuck some money in the tip jar. It helps keeping the dream alive, sockcuckers. So don't be silly and take the mick. Cavecrewradio.com. Fuckers. Hi, Cape Crew Radio is the name of the show. We're back. It is indeed. Hashtag Annoy Sir Big B with random sound effects day or ASBBWRSE day, if you prefer. Jason Marshall from We Don't Have Cookies is with us tonight. What's going on, everybody? How come we don't see him? I don't know. Like, I don't have no fun, they think, for uh, uh, a cam. Yeah. Video thing, haven't you? You're going to do a GoFundMe. Yeah, we're going to try to raise some money over here. So how how do you have audio without a camera, though? Like, every laptop now has a camera. I got a PC. Well, so do I. Yeah, mine didn't come with a webcam. What must be like, what what do you want? Like an Atari 2600? That's some gaming computer, <laughs> which it looks like a gaming computer. It would have came with a webcam, but he looks good, though, folks. We'll 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 post his picture on Facebook. But uh, sexiest voice in podcasting. He'll be naked, fingering his butt. <laughs> did I did I miss anything? By the way, because uh, we kind of rushed into the show. Did anybody have any? The Big B, uh, you asked your question about the uh, fart. Yeah, that was it. That was everything. Uh, Stu, you didn't have anything you wanted to bring up? No, I've got nothing to come up at the moment. And and Jason, you either? Uh, I just found out about a Twitter alternative called Gab. And apparently if you get booted off of Twitter, you can just go here and they don't censor anything. Well, I, uh, that would work well for us, but like, how many followers do you have on Gab right now? I guess Anthony Cumia went over there because he got booted off of Twitter. I don't know if you guys know him from Anthony and uh, from Opie and Anthony show, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just found out about it the other day, so so he, he started his own. It's it's kind of weird looking. 
is, is anyone on there? Because I'm not. I, I'm not saying because I'm not on there. No one's on there. But is anyone on there? Uh, what's the code again? Uh, what's the code? Gab. Oh, who's going to be on there? Gab.ia <laughs> is the uh, the URL for it. Well, but there's a few thousand people on there. Oh shit! That that's huge. There's how many people on Twitter though? Two billion? Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah, don't think. I don't know if three thousand are they doing a Kickstarter or something like what's going on. No, I mean there's more than three thousand. I'd say it's probably I don't know fifty to seventy-five thousand, maybe. It, it might be more than that. It might, hey, listen, and MySpace was there at one point, and now it's gonzo. So who knows? This Gab might be the new. It, it might it might be the new tomorrow. Yeah, I guess people are just getting sick of Twitter just suspending accounts for whatever reason, you know. I, I never got my account yet, suspended, but... though, so I've never had a problem with Twitter. Yeah, I've never been suspended. I've said some pretty bad things, but I don't know. Maybe it... Facebook and that, if you put uh, you know, dodge, a dodgy picture up or you say something, they will suspend you. Dude, I tried to send DK a message with a link to Fiverr yesterday on Facebook. And they wouldn't let me send the message because they were saying that uh, what I was trying to send was abusive and something else. I forget what it was. I think I even sent you the screenshot. Is that because of advertising? I don't know. It, it must have been. They've got. They're choosy now with what advertising they want to. Uh, they want to put out. So it you're just, advertising something. Maybe it just seems know. weird that I couldn't send my friend a URL. To the, yeah, because normally you can. Is it midnight yet? Because if it's midnight, this sound effect day can be fucking over. It's not midnight. Fuck. It's 9.40. This is going to go on for the whole fucking show. Well, <laughs> well, it's after midnight in the UK. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, my salmon fighting back, but you can't hear my sound effect. No, because it's you can't. It's your day. But I've run into fight back, but you can't hear any of my sound effects. Well, you need to uh, get a plasma cannon like this. <laughs> I did have. Uh... All right, listen. There, there, there's some funky stuff going on out there. I, and there, there's some stories I wanted to talk to if you guys. This one I posted late as well. This was kind of like a breaking news thing, but um, you, you must have heard about this or read about it or whatever. There was a shotgun wedding, so they're calling it. Um, a bride pulls a gun on a groom at a wedding. Uh, Tennessee is our location today, folks. This, this is even starting to drive me crazy. Um, <laughs> in Tennessee, uh, shortly after the man exchanged vows with Kate Elizabeth Pritchard, uh, age 25, um, the Newsom the Tusom started arguing at their uh, reception. Fighting back. Fighting back, yeah. And, and, and um, 
Okay, I don't, I don't know who's throwing this. Out. This was a very That's bad idea. I told you, I'm fighting back. This is a bad. But anyway, the, <laughs> the the bitch that got married. I'm trying to tell a story here for the folks out there that really don't care about the sound effects. Um, she had a gun in her wedding dress, and she pulled it out and she held it up to the guy's head and she fired it and it it misfired or it was a blank. I have. As Big B would say, I have questions about this story. <laughs> How did she know she was going to get? French, but you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get nowhere tonight. This What's is... your name, fat body? <laughs> this, this show's going to go nowhere. Anyway, uh, Big... Uh, Big B, this, you're only supposed to play it when Big B's talking. <laughs> I'm fighting back, so I'm playing it when everybody else is talking. <laughs> anyway, Big B, this is normally when you say, I have a question. <laughs> Get off the damn phone. <laughs> this is usually when you say, I have a question. I haven't been paying any attention, so I have a question. So what this, the fuck this, are you this, talking about? This this, this, this woman what, got married. Okay. And at her reception, she pulled a gun out of her wedding dress. Okay. <laughs> and, and aimed it at the groom's head and fired, and it didn't go off. So this is normally when you would truly lead in with an, I've got a question. Well, I do have a question. Why did she pull a gun at her wedding on her groom? Where would you put it in your wedding dress? Well, that I would be gonna... in the in the in the fucking thing that they put on their leg. And I... the gar, gar, uh, uh, garter. Thank well, you. Inside the garter. So, so have they got the wedding over with? And this is the question. Sounded like someone with no teeth gargling Listerine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm assuming the wedding is over. Uh, Pritchard was charged with aggravated domestic assault. She was released, uh, though, on the Rutherford, from the Rutherford County Jail with a $15,000 bond. So, I'm, I'm, and now listen, I love my wife dearly. Um, I have no idea where she is. She's taking my kid to camp, I guess, right now. But, um... You know, she never pulled it. She's throwing, work here. she's throwing dishes at me. Um, what? You know, oh, full pop cans. This is back. We've been together forever. And I wasn't. Are you the, fucking Italian? What? Are, no, no. Actually, I'm Irish and uh, I don't know what the fuck she is. She's like gypsy. Um, but. No, no. Back in the day, and and we love each other, dear. But there, I, 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 I have to. Okay, I'm canceling That's fucking true. sound effect day because we're getting. Still... Wasn't my. God, well, yeah. Fucking Jason's gonna get in on it soon. Anyway, I'm sure it was my own fault that I probably arrived home drunk. This is before we had a son or anything like that. And uh, we had bought in a house, and of course, I was the irresponsible one driving the sports car while she was, you know, worried. (laughs) Well, she was worried about the mortgage, and and yeah, I actually had these. I hear the six. (laughs) 
this is a good story, guys. If you, if you bear with me for like ten seconds, all right. I will. I will not play. I'm putting my phone down. I will not play a song. I want. I want. I, I want have my hands. I want to like, sound like a, like a good Catholic school child. I have my hands together. Sound sound effect time out because I'm bearing my heart here now. Again, folks, okay. this is this is probably eighteen years ago, and and I had these collectible Pepsis. Uh, from the NHL. You all know I'm a big hockey fan. And I had these Pepsis all stacked up on this little shelf I built uh, in the basement. of a. It was not the most desirable house. It was our second house that we purchased uh, uh, b- before this one. Anyway, and I was redoing the basement. I had, and she grabbed one of my collectible can Pepsis. And I don't think she meant to throw it at me. She was just hell-bent on destroying one of my collectible Pepsis. <laughs> Well, can can you explain what a what a collectible Pepsi is? It's a can of Pepsi. It's right. a can of soda. Yes, yeah, so collect cans of Pepsi. But it was they like call those, they call those bag ladies here. No, no, but but it wasn't like a regular can of Pepsi. It's like I, I, I you guys never had stubby bottles, so I can't tell you the story about the beer. But it's like yeah, we had stubby bottles. Okay, so the, and the stubby bottles went away. So if you get a stubby bottle. You, you, What's a stubby you, bottle? Okay, I got to get a picture for you. Hang on, um, I'll get one of those for you. But uh, or, or or when Coca Cola and them used to sell in bottles instead of cans, those things are kind of cool now. They're nostalgic. Well, I had these Pepsi cans that were like one was Wayne Gretzky, one was Mario Lemieux. I don't know what they were because I don't have them anymore. <laughs> Wait, but but let me let me let me. Let me see if I have it correct. You had Pepsi in an aluminum can. No, yes. So they were cans of Pepsi. Yes, but they were collectible cans of Pepsi. DK, I don't know. You might want to be quick. There's a vintage Diet Pepsi can. (laughs) It says unopened, empty can. 1988, rare vintage, unopened, 499 did I mention this was 18 years ago? Like, I, I, I'm not saying I do it today. I now have a child. I have more responsibilities. Um, however, I'm going to cut over this Dukes of Hazard bum fucker here, and I'm going to put you a picture. There's some Spice Scale Pepsi cans on eBay. Big B. Do they have? Do they have the limited edition oh, Mr. Working. Pip can? I don't know. I'm going to buy them. It's giving me an invalid source here. Send send them to DK as a as the care package. Oh, fuck it work. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go to Seven Eleven and buy a twelve pack of Pepsi and send it to him. And just tell us <laughs> I don't even drink Pepsi. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna okay. find one. You guys keep fucking playing your sound effects and talking. Oh wait, we can go back to sound. I, w- I wanted you to, to tell your story. Right, th- 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 this is this is for that story. Yeah. Oh, uh, just refreshed, fuck. It obviously doesn't mean as much to you as it. Okay, look at this on the screen now. Hang on. That is a stubby bottle of beer. Okay, so so we we had those here, not the the little fat. Well, I mean, I think we had the, the little fat ones in the seventies. But then in the '80s they were skinny little ones, and we called them nips. And, and that's what we have now is is, is the skinny ones. So uh, Molson Canadian actually brought them back, I think, last summer or something. 
And everyone was like gaga over it. Don't you remember when Coke came out with those bottles again? Everyone with the, freaked with the glass out. bottles? Yeah. yeah about but 10 still... times the price of the cans. But yeah, it, and they still have them. But yeah. it's nostalgia, right? But it tastes nicer in a glass bottle, doesn't it? Okay, uh, Jason, can you weigh in on this? Because these two guys are driving me crazy. I have not played a sound effect since uh, you you asked to suspend sound effect. Then. <laughs> Jason, you're in Ohio. Jason, have you got any weird collectibles? Uh, God, I'm sure I probably do. I haven't collected anything in a long time, though. It'd have to be in the attic. So, oh, I used to collect beer bottles. <laughs> you used to collect what? I missed that. I would collect beer bottles from different parts of the world. Yeah. But being in Ohio, you must have been in Canada at some point. Yeah. But why does Ohio equate to Canada? Because we're Ohio's very Midwest. There's still several states before Canada. No, there's only one Michigan. Uh, you you got to rem- you need to look at a map and realize where I am on on, on uh, I am s- right across from Detroit. You don't have to go through Quebec or, or or Toronto to access Canada on the East Coast. You can access uh, via I seventy five right from Windsor, right, Jason? Yeah. We could also just go right across Lake Erie, couldn't we? You could take the take uh, ferry. The yeah, you could take the ferry into uh, into Kingsville, yes. Which will really confuse people. It would confuse people if I hopped on a ferry? Yes, everybody would be confused as to why well, Jason Marshall is hopping on a ferry. Yeah, and, and no, one understands that, that, no one understands that in Canada the water melts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This is a real bad I, idea. I, came up I just want to go there to buy some milk just so I can have a bag in my, in my Bags refrigerator. Bags of milk? I find yeah. that so strange just, that you guys have never tried bag milk. No. We've stopped, they've stopped just, it. We can't even get them anymore. I just don't know how you store that. You, you, just, <laughs> you put the bags in the fridge, and then when you open it, there's, you know... If you guys get on a subject, I, I can come down and show you. All right now, now, well, go ahead. Go grab a bag of milk, and 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 I'll, yeah. I'll talk to the other guys about yeah. about a bag of milk. The only thing I p- picture is like a paper bag. Like it's got to break. They can't be like let's see how plastic cartons with a cap that you screw on and you put it in the fridge. You take it out. It's not going to break unless you know for some reason you fucking snap the plastic in half. This is I a just, bag of milk. I'm thinking like a grocery store, paper or plastic. You get a paper bag full of milk. Eventually, it's going to leak through and rip the bag, and it's going to be a mess. I just keep thinking of a plastic bag, and you put it in your fridge, and it just sort of flattens out on the bottom shelf instead of just sitting up straight. It just, I, I don't know, man. It seems kind of. And then of... you forget about it. It flattens out on the bottom shelf, and you put stuff on top of it. You forget about it yeah. for like three months. Yeah, that is <laughs> it's got your bag of milk. Yeah, that's a jug. That's not a bag. No, but the bag's in the jug. You have to yeah, invest. But that's still, a, that's still a jug of milk. That's not a bag of milk. That's a jug of milk. To get, 
to get the bags, like we we uh, started buying the bags, but to be able to use the bag, you've got to buy the jug. And then we <laughs> we used we used it for about a year. Then they stopped doing them. Why, Why do don't you, you buy... just put milk in the jug and sell it like that? Because yeah. then you're saving the planet as well. You're not. How you still have to buy a jug? You have to buy a jug, yeah. But you're not throwing the jug away like you are your bottle every couple of days, or right. But you're throwing a plastic bag away. It's the same thing. Yeah. And what if you don't rinse the jug out good enough? Are the jugs dishwasher safe? (laughs) They they are. I think they are. Now, okay, now I'm uh, assuming DK has the bag and I'm, jug of milk. I'm back. Now, let's see here. So, here is the jug. Uh huh. My wife's going to wonder why I have the bag of milk. Now, this is almost empty. <laughs> this probably what? looks pretty disgusting. <laughs> is that a cereal bag? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the bag. Normally, this is full. It's a fucking okay? Cheerios bag. No, normally. This is I, I was I was masturbating to Selena Gomez today. Um, <laughs> no, but normally it's full, and and the milk goes in this this container, and you cut it with scissors, and when you buy it, there's three bags of milk. I believe Stu, it's a liter uh, per bag. And my wife's gonna ask me why the fuck is the milk out of the fridge? And okay, so now so now I have a question. I'm sure you do. <laughs> There's a bag of milk in a pitcher. Yes. When you want to pour a glass of milk, how do you? How does that work? You, 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 it's you, in a bag. Again, I'm gonna, I'm going to refer the camera over to me. Yeah. I don't. Well, I do have my collectible chuchus to mark. Hang on, I'm going to do it for you here. So here's pour my here's here's my uh, limited edition uh, autograph chuchus to <laughs> mug. Okay. Yeah. So the milk is in the. I, I don't have that big. So here's the milk. It's a no lid for the jug. It's no, in a bag. No, it's a bag. You cut the bag. Okay. You usually go through it in in a day or two if you have kids. I don't. And then watch here. I'm going to try. You pour. <laughs> see the milk coming out. That's got to lead to spills, especially when it's a full bag. That has to lead to spills. I can't because it's just a flimsy plastic bag. It's not like you know this rigid plastic bag in any jug. Now you've got something missing. You've got the lid missing from the jug. You don't need a lid. It's not a jug. It's a bag that's in a fucking holder. Now on our ones, we had a lid with a spike and a little tube, so it pierces the bag, and then you get no spillage. You lift it up and. No spillage. See, see now, now, but here's my question. You have a bag in a jug. You had to specifically go buy the jug to put your bag of milk in. It was a dollar at the jug. fucking Walmart. It, the, the, the jug was not a major investment. We got like five of them. But again, why can't you just buy a jug of milk? Why does it have to be in a bag? If we go to Detroit, she goes to like uh, Myers or whatever, we get the jug. I understand, but the... Right. The jug takes a lot of room up in the fridge. I, I don't know. I'm not the one that's it's fucking invented this. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, is, 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 is suddenly, when it crosses the border to Canada, does it expand to five times its normal size that it doesn't fit in your refrigerator, but that jug does? What what happens? It's the same exact size. Shh. Shh. For a minute, I got I got a bigger question. 
when your kid goes to school and he gets milk with his lunch, <laughs> do they hand it out in bags? <laughs> and he's got to go get a cup to put it in. <laughs> do they give out mini jugs? You Just can save on plastic. <laughs> you can still buy cartons for chocolate milk and regular milk. <laughs> you can still buy cartons of fucking milk at the store. <laughs> I don't know why they do it. I didn't invent it. I was just born here. And they were learning. You take the bag of milk, you put it in the case, you cut it open, and you put it on your cereal or make your chocolate milk, whatever the fuck you're doing. So when you have young children and you have to feed the baby milk, does the baby just suck on the bag until the milk comes out? How does that work? Well, when you have a baby, does it suck out of the fucking jug? I don't think so. You put it in a fucking bottle. Oh, for fuck's sakes. We're not orangutans. We're not fucking cavemen. We don't we don't live west of the allotment in the fucking parking lot. Bottles take up a lot of space. <laughs> well, I mean, everything apparently grows to seventeen times its normal size once it crosses the border into Canada. Just tell your wife to or tell your kid to suck on your wife's tit. I don't know what to do. Apparently there's milk in there too. One time it squirted at me while we were fucking. <laughs> What's that warm thing? Did you just squirt? Well, yeah, not like you thought I did. Oh, oh fuck's sakes. I don't know, guys. I, I mean, go back to our history. I don't know why we have fucking... bags over there. I really do want to. I want to see a Canadian elementary school with a cold <laughs> I think I think everyone everyone should watch the CFL now, the Canadian Football League. Uh, Everybody, when, every, all the kids have their lunch bag and their milk bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, some things. <laughs> I don't know why we do it that way. I, I Honestly, I don't. All I know is I got a cup of milk I'm not going to drink because I'm drinking beer. Does anyone buy it in bags? Or... You, you, if you go to the corner store, you can buy it in a plastic container or you can buy it in those cardboard uh, yeah. things. But you want to tip it into your bag. 99% of the people you will notice when you're in Canada, if you... You know, you want some milk for your tea or your cereal, whatever the fuck you're using milk for. It's in a bag in one of those containers I showed you. Uh, is it? Do they sell it in the same aisle with the garbage bags and the it's, sandwich it's, bags? It's sanitary. <laughs> Look, I've been alive on this planet for uh, almost half a century. I've been drinking milk out of a bag it's okay <laughs> it's not some bag you pick up off the street and like milk the cow with it i'm sure it's been saturized and packaged properly get it from the local milk people yeah. <laughs> that was a thing going around twitter today i don't know if anybody heard of that you spend way too much time on twitter <laughs> and now you have the alternative for it yeah i thought that alternative twitter thing was really strange man don't have to go on there more. I I guess mainly it's for alt right people though. This is the best answer I've ever heard. I thought the alternative Twitter was really strange. I'm gonna have to go on there more. 
man. <laughs> <laughs> you fit right in here. Like Stu said when he when he was looking at the cow at the, at the farm, he goes, "That ass." I got to get further in there to. Are you awake, Stu? Yeah, just about. Okay. I'm thinking some... about milk bags. I thought you said you used to have milk bags over there. No, we did. We did. But... Oh, I thought he was talking about Mama Kate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what he wishes was over there. <laughs> he was. Re- hey, hey, wait till she sees your mustache. I don't like it. What it looks like. Mustache? Did you tape the shape? Did you tape that on your face? Like, it is so uneven with the rest of your facial hair. Quiet. Well, I'll have to give it a trim. I don't know. He, he looks like a. I don't know how to explain it. Wayne Newton, Don Juan. I don't know. All right. Next. Seen a grown man naked. <laughs> Next story. Uh, Lana Del Rey. Does anyone know who that is? Quiet. No. Um, she's a singer. She's a singer. Okay. Yeah. No, the name sounds familiar. She's she's yeah she's one of these pop snowflake singers. Um, she had hit games as video games and summer sadness. Does that help? What? She had hit songs, video games, and Summer oh. Sadness. Oh, I didn't hear the hit songs part. Um, games and Summer Sadness. Anyway, she has admitted to uh, uh, using her knowledge of witchcraft to mm-hmm. place a hex on President Donald Trump. Uh, in wow. an interview with the British music publication NME, Del Rey admitted uh, that a, mach- a mysterious tweet that she sent out earliest, earlier this year was asking followers to gather the ingredients for a midnight ceremony uh, that was an attempt to hex Trump. Right. Did it work? And these are the people that vote, ladies and gentlemen. These are the people that vote. Hey, these are not only the people that vote. These are the people that uh, are, are like stars and influence. These are influencers. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I don't care what people say. We need to have some kind of restrictions on voting. There was a guy, I went up to vote one day, and this guy didn't even, he hadn't voted in, I don't know, like 70 years. He was like 80 years old. He didn't know what the parties were. He didn't know what the difference in the parties were. Some lady had to step aside and show him, this is the Green Party, this is Libertarian, this is Democrat, this is Republican. And thankfully, he took a Green Party ballot, so we didn't have to worry about him trying to waste everybody else's time. But there's Here, just some people that shouldn't be allowed to vote. Here's Jason Marshall with all his trees. So who's 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 your prime leader? Al Gore? Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, shouldn't we be all be dead from fucking climate change by now? According to him from 10, 15 years ago? Well, that's interesting because it used to be global warming, and now oh, it's climate warming. change. Yeah, that, that's what it is, global warming. Because it, yeah. the planet was just getting hotter, and then when they found out, well, the planet also gets colder, too. That's why sometimes if you look on the news, they say there was a high today, and the last time there was a high uh, of record this much, it was in 1902. Right. It, it kind of goes in cycles. 
Yeah. And, and, and the fact now that there's more ice on the Arctic shelf uh, than there was 10 years ago, nobody wants to say anything about that because, oops, the Arctic shelf was supposed to be fucking all, you know, evaporated by now. All it, all it was was just big uh, uh, another big money big money thing and Al Gore was Al Gore was the leader of it and made he made millions off of it. If he gave a shit about anything to do with the environment, he wouldn't spend all this money taking all these planes around to set stuff up at certain locations with all these crews coming in. He would do it remotely through webcams and stuff like that. Right. And and you wouldn't spend all this carbon dioxide going out into the ozone if that's what you're sincerely worried about. Well, well, his mansion wouldn't be admitting uh, uh, all the uh, toxic gases that it does either. Uh, you know, ultimately he doesn't give a shit. All it's just money. The same thing with, with with stupid Leonardo DiCaprio. I like him as an actor. I, li- I like his movies, but you know he's another dumbass <clears throat> that takes private jets to fly everywhere to speak about the horrors of of global warming. But yet mm-hmm. you take a private jet, which is more toxic than anything because you're using more fossil fuel. Yeah, okay. Um, can can, I don't can you give me can you give me an example of a of a good Leonardo DiCaprio movie other than The Beach was pretty good, but uh, what the fuck is The Beach? The Beach is the one where they all got caught and they were all stoned on that desert island, or it wasn't a desert island, but it was an island somewhere. What are you, what are you referring to? Titanic? Well, no, well, like the uh, one where it was the, uh, the the pilot, the aeroplane pilot. No, that's Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's that was that was. Uh, that's not Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Tom Hanks is the, the mo- guy the that movie, got lost. Good Leonardo DiCaprio movies are uh, Shutter Island, um, The Revenant. Revenant uh, was good. Yes, Revenant. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street was really good. Not bad. Um, huh? Not bad. Yeah, I remember Shutter Island. Now that you mentioned it, that was damn. Shutter good. Island was, was a great movie. Uh, and the movie, um, shit, I can't think of the name of it. But when they dream, everything. It's like you go into different dimensions. Oh, yeah. well, that was um, Insurgent or... Um, no, no, that was that's not the Insurgent series. It was... Um, yeah. Inception. I don't remember the name of it, but that Inception. was... Uh, Inception. Oh, was it? Inception. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, was, that was another good. That was another really good... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has good movies. Um, you know, his his stance on, on global warming is he's a dumbass. Um, you need to watch uh, uh, The Beach, then. I think The I've Beach was a beach. pretty good movie. I've never heard of that movie. Anybody else see that? Jason? No, I've never seen it. When did it come up? Uh, I don't know. Ten years ago? i gotta, I got to look that up. I've never actually seen it. Yes, Google it. Download it. You should be able to get a uh, a good copy. Hey, speaking of uh, 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 Leonardo DiCaprio and all those, uh, other things, did you hear this new job that NASA has open? Uh, apparently, there is a, uh, and again, this is from a reputable newspaper, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, NASA has a job opening to defend Earth from aliens, and it pays six figures. Uh, the job this apparently can't be real. This is real. This is from the Toronto Star. Um, the job involves preventing alien contamination during NASA space missions and stopping alien microorganisms from reaching Earth. Um, 
you know, your resume is going to need more than watching a lot of science fiction. All right. To get this. Can I ask a question? Of course you can. I'll do my best to answer. I'm not fucking uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, okay? Well, you should know this question. Hi. The Toronto Star, is that a legitimate newspaper? Yeah, it's as legitimate as they come. It's like the New York Post, uh, you know, USA Today. Not like Today. the National Enquirer. No, fuck. It's not like that shit you get out of England, like uh, the Daily Mail. The Guardian and the, yeah, the Daily Mail and whatever, you know. All right. The Queen's probably dead and they don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do they choose a candidate? Well, okay. Let's because you're read. protecting the earth against something that's never going to happen. So, like, I, I could, I could take the job now. Yeah, I'm protecting the earth. Okay. Well, again, maybe, maybe it's not a, uh, um, uh, you know, an alien per se, but let's say they're testing things out around Mars or Pluto or you know uh, Saturn, wherever they're going. They may get some kind of disease that once brought into. Uh, our galaxy uh, could cause problem. Some dust or, uh, you know, moon dust or... I, I'm, I'm sure there's things on other planets that are not healthy to our environment. Where do you... Does it say in the story where you go apply for this job? Because okay. I want to apply. Listen, NASA has posted a job opening for a planetary protection officer. The job involves pre- preventing alien contamination during NASA space missions. Uh, let's see if it gives us a link. Yes, it does. You can go to usa.jobs.gov before August 14th. So if you're listening to this on replay a year later, you're way too late. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. I'm going there now. USA.jobs.gov. Jobs. And I'm sure there's a million on there. And um, yeah, you can um, you can apply. USA Jobs, uh, the federal employment, uh, the federal government employment. Right, there is a, a like a Men in Black type of thing. Will Smith and that other dude, Tommy Lee. Let's try it. Don't see anything for protect planetary protection officer. Here it is. There you go. Post it. Put put, put it on. Uh... Hold on. I, I gotta. I, I'm clicking on it now. Okay. Let me put it on the Facebook page. Yeah, like I don't make these stories up, so it's on the Facebook page. Uh, which, it'll be there. One which, by the way, folks, is uh, Cave Crew Radio. Is all you gotta do. Uh, ask us to join, and I don't think we've told anybody no unless you've only been on Facebook two days oh, I've told people. I'm still seeing the fingering story here that is so weird but I, we're full of weird stuff tonight I uh, didn't one of them just die posted. recently what's that I thought a story I thought I saw a story where one of them died recently one of the people from the Deuce of Hazard and the guy in this story was talking about how sad he was that the other person was gone. Oh, the dark-haired guy. Yeah. Okay, so so let me uh, 
I do see it there. A little bit more on this job. The salary is $124,406 to $187,000 per year. Wow, that's a big gap. Series is uh, general physical science. Uh, The work schedule is full-time. The appointment type is permanent. And the locations is one location, uh, United States. (laughs) doesn't tell you anywhere else. It just says United States. You can work from home with your bag melt. Uh, I guess uh, okay. Let me. You want to. You want me to read the the. the fuck is going on here? Well, give us the highlights, right? Yeah, I got to pull it over. Hold on. This position is assigned to the Office of Safety and Mission Assurance for Planetary Protection. Planetary protection is concerned with the avoidance of organic constituent and biological contamination in human and robotic space exploration. Our audience is not going to understand the thing you're saying. Could you translate? Uh, let's see. Let's let's scroll down to the duties. That's the summary. Let's scroll down to the duties. The Planetary Protection Officer, otherwise known as the PPO, is responsible for the leadership of NASA's planetary protection capability, maintenance of planetary protection policies, and oversight of their implementation by NASA's space flight missions. The PPO also supports the safety and mission Assurance Technical Authority and serves as a principal advisory resource to the chief SMA and other senior officials on matters pertaining to planetary protection. So do we wonder now why the country is going broke or any country? Look how many people you have to report to to something that is never going to happen. Exactly. And and you Uh, you probably need a daily, weekly and monthly report to be submitted. Well, uh, some of the other duties are it uh, leads planning and coordination of activities related to NASA NASA mission planetary protection needs, uh, leads independent evaluation of and provides advice regarding compliance by robotic and human spaceflight missions, uh, advises the chief, SMA, and other officials regarding the merit and implications of programmatic decisions involving risks to planetary protection objectives, uh, in coordination with relevant offices, leads interactions with uh, COSPAR, I don't know what COSPAR is, National National Academies and Advisory Committees. Wait a minute. Recommends and leads the preparation of new or revised NASA standards and directives in accordance with the established processes and guidelines. There is no supervisory status, and it doesn't look like there is promotional potential. Who may apply? This job is open to U.S. citizens and U.S. nationals. Uh, The job requirements. Uh, key requirements are frequent travel, uh, drug testing, uh, selecting must complete a financial disclosure statement, and a one-year probationary period may be required. For what? I don't know. I, I, number one, I don't understand half of the shit you just said. But I'm well, wondering, why do I need a financial statement? You know, uh, Am I going to see things that I should? Is Area 51 real? Now, see, you've got me thinking. I don't know. Well, part of the qualifications is candidates must possess broad engineering expertise and at least one year of which is in a position at or comparable to the GS-15 level. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, You must have a degree in physical science, engineering, or mathematics that included 24 semester hours in physical science and or related engineering science, such as mathematics, dynamics, properties of materials, and electronics. Uh, Stu, are we boring you? 
No, you're not following me. I'm listening. Oh, you look like you were going. We all had the stew cam on, and we thought you were going for a siesta. <laughs> um, why would you need any of this stuff for something that's not real? I don't know. Well, then maybe they have fucking proof that there is shit out there. How to apply? Things uh, he's being built. I don't NASA think NASA stars. I don't. I don't think Jason. Do you qualify for this? Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Well, I have 16 degrees degrees in engineering, so I might be. It's worth applying for, isn't it? I yeah, am going to. I am going to apply. I have to. I I, I, I have to create a username and email, which I can. I'll do at another time. Uh, but I will apply. I, I, I will I, let you know what. Uh, what where no fun. man has gone before. Exactly. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think you should apply and say the only job you've ever had is working at McDonald's and see what kind of response you get. No, I'm, I'm going to say that I'm I'm the, the, the UFO watcher from California. Oh, geez, yeah. I wonder why he hasn't applied to that yet. Uh, he should apply. We should call him and let him know. <laughs> Next week we'll... Uh... <laughs> Dude, you're looking to get out of that job. We got yeah. a we got a really good one for you. You know, we realize we realize you can't take our call, even though we just saw aliens, because you've got a radio <laughs> interview to do. But um, <laughs> go back and listen, folks. It, it's hilarious. Yeah. I uh, yeah, just take some pictures and send them uh, over my way. Uh, I've got a radio interview to do. Um, coast to coast uh, AM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's this big green thing just got out of a uh, silver uh, uh, circular device in my backyard, and I'm pretty sure it's going to shoot me with a ray gun. Yeah, uh, post it to our webpage and we'll investigate. You know, no wonder there's so much trouble in this fucking world. If I called 911, I told him I just. I've severed. I've severed my wrist. I, I'm bleeding on my jugular. I don't know what. Yeah. Well, right now I'm going to go watch Oprah. <laughs> she she still likes bread. <laughs> Fuck's sakes! Uh... Someone in the chat room. Uh, Al, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Another uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie. It was an old Leonardo DiCaprio. Movie. Wasn't he like Rain Man? That was was that the prequel to no, uh, Rain Man? Rain Man. Huh? Rain Man was Dustin Hoffman. I know, but I'm wondering if Gilbert Grape was the prequel uh, to Rain Man. I don't think so. Somebody find out about. I I, I think it's the same author. And uh, Gilbert Grape uh, was this weird kid. I never saw the movie, so I can't tell you about it. Um, but. Uh, uh, Rain Man, or he could have been the other guy who just kept running. Uh, Gump. Bars Gump. Yeah. Well, what's Eating Gil Gilbert Grape was more of a, a, I believe that was a Johnny Depp movie. More than Leonardo DiCaprio was in it, but uh, that was more of a Johnny Depp movie. So he was like that, that, that the guy that had the steak knives on his hands. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. That was another who Johnny writes Depp. this fucking shit? Edward Scissorhands is a very popular movie. It's become a cult classic. 
You know what I was watching last night was the fucking remake of Halloween for the Rob Zombie version. That was of actually very good. Wow, you was like that it? a good movie? That was a great movie. I thought so too. I know some I, guys I, who do a horror movie review podcast. They hated it. I loved it, I, man. I really like that they got behind the psychology of Michael Myers. Like, like yeah. the original Halloween, it was just a it was a slasher movie. They had a little bit of a backstory, but it was a slasher movie. This they really got behind the psychology of it. It was great. Yeah, I liked all the scenes when he was a little kid showing the yeah. uh, the uh, mental institution he was in, all that stuff, yeah. man. It was good. The, the descent into madness, so to speak, of of Michael Myers was really good. And how his mother killed him, killed herself. It was oh, it was great. Now, 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 so so you guys are into the into the horror thing. What is the anticipation? Because I know what mine is. What is the anticipation of the new It movie? The first one sucked, so I could care less about this one. <laughs> Did you read? I, I think the concept is pretty good. And it's got to be better than the first one. And I think, if anything, they pro- fingers crossed anyway, they've learned a lot from how shitty they did with the first one. Because when they were kids, it was still a good movie. And then when it transitioned into them becoming adults and going after it, that's when they lost everything. Well, that's because it was the judge from Night Court and the fucking guy from Three's Company. <laughs> Well, I'll, t- was- I'll tell you though, as uh, it was funny, I was having I was having this conversation with my wife like a month ago. Stephen King stories, a lot of them don't translate well to to the big screen. No, there are some great ones that you know, like you know, Christine and The Shining and, and Children of the Corn, Green Mile, and stuff like that. Really good, uh, but a lot of others like it and fucking Maximum Overdrive was a bag of shit. Pet Cemetery wasn't really great. You know, a lot of a lot of other ones really just don't translate well to theater. I thought they did a good job. Now I loved, and maybe it's because I was so young when I saw it. Children of the Corn was only a uh, short story, uh, but I thought the original Children of the Corn, before they made ten of them, uh, right, was right. was awesome. Um, Running Man, I thought was was really cool. Um, I thought Running they did Man a good was... job with the stand. As a mini series. Running Man was one of those. I just saw it recently, and it was again one. It was one of those movies like when it first came out and you were younger. Oh, it was a great movie. Now you watch it now, it's like uh, I don't know. I think Richard Dawson is the is the. Well, Richard Dawson is great. If Richard Dawson was alive, if Richard Dawson was alive, he should be the Joker. He would make an excellent Joker if he was alive. Now, what about the stand? Now that was a mini series, and I thought they I didn't did a. See that. Well, you should you should go back and watch that. I didn't see that. Well, they tried making um uh oh the dome. I like that. My my we I used to watch under the dome. Under the dome, yeah. But from you guys got to remember these books are like twelve thousand. Like the one thing about Stephen King, you either love him or you hate him. He spends a chapter talking about a brick on a fucking wall. Right. You, you, you can't transpose that into a movie. The other one I really liked was one with uh, James Caan and um, uh, Misery. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. As, as good as Misery was, it was a really good movie. But if you read the book, it was it was five times better. And now, now let me let me bring this movie up, The Shining, because there's two versions of The Shining. The first one, 
There's the Kubrick version with Jack Nicholson, which is excellent, which really doesn't stick to the book. Now, I've read the book. The book is great. Um, the Kubrick's version of the movie is also tremendous. There's the other version of the movie that is really more along the lines to the book. It follows the book almost identical. I loved reading the book. That movie, though, was fucking terrible. That's with the guy from uh, St. Elsewhere or something was in it. Oh, I don't even remember who. who yeah, it was. I think I think uh, uh, Rebecca De Mornay was in it or some shit. Uh, but it was it was it was it was an awful movie. But that movie followed the book, a great book. I love reading that book. But the movie sucked. Kubrick's version was so much better. I, I like the original. It scared the shit out of me. Uh, oh, yeah. Stu, let's uh, Stu. Are you awake? I fucking hate that mustache, by the way. Um, what did you What did you think, Jason? Which uh, Which uh, shiny did you prefer? Uh, I I like the original. Does anybody else? Did anybody else like Children of the Corn? No, I liked it. Yeah, that was I, a mini book, though. That was there was not a lot to draw from, but I thought uh, I loved that. I think I liked it when it first came out, but I have—I I may have only seen it once. He wants you to, Malachi. Has anybody seen the remakes of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th? I haven't seen those yet. Yeah. I, but they remade them? Yeah. I I didn't even know. Yeah, I'm not as good on them. I, I like the older ones. Okay. I just I thought there might be more they could do with Nightmare on Elm Street because they used a lot of uh, special effects and stuff back in the day. So I thought maybe that would be pretty good, but it's kind of hard to do that movie without the original Freddy Krueger. You know, I was just say who played Freddy? Yeah, without without England, he. Yeah, Robert England was was the man. Yeah. Yeah, I. I... And maybe it's the, the the time in my life when I saw them. Because the old Nightmare on Elm Streets used to be uh, classic. And those are back in the days, I think, of VCRs. Oh, absolutely. You know. But we had... The first one, I think, was 1984. But we anticipated them. And just think of it, like, like Jason's saying, the special effects they had then... Think of what they could do with it now in like an IMAX 3D or something. Right. But Stu, do you have an opinion? My mum said, I'm not allowed to watch horror <laughs> Are you one of these people? I Because I have a neighbor who is deathly afraid of anything. Like the old omen came on one night. We were all sitting oh. around. We were having a couple of beers. And I'm like, oh, the old omens. Are, oh, I'm going home. I'm, I'm like. She was scared shitless of it. Great. My wife will watch them with me, but she's not a big uh, horror movie fan. I love horror you know, movies. You know what was also on uh, recently is The Exorcist. The, those were the best, right? Uh, I even like the, the third The one. Exorcist probably brought one of the greatest horror movies ever made. Yeah. Did you watch The Exorcist TV series that was on a year or two ago? I did not. No. Okay. It was all right. Was it a documentary or? No, it was just, uh, I don't know. They were, it was pretty much what you would expect. It was the Exorcist movie, but they adapted it to TV. Mm. Well, they tried like a, other movies too, like the last exorcism of Emily Rose and Get off my some other exorcism movie. It just, it just didn't work. 
it was it was okay, but it wasn't like you know The Exorcist was, you know, what Linda Blair did with that. Uh, with that, she was amazing. Was, eh? was really hey, good. But you yeah. you watch you watch interviews with Linda Blair now, and 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 I think same as uh, what that other um, oh, the girl that was in Firestarter, uh, very young. They they I think they were. Oh, uh, uh, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think the two of them had very hard uh, lives. And I don't know, you know, putting it, I would not put my child in, in, in a movie that, that is that scary. Well, what what was Drew Barrymore? She was, like, doing cocaine at 13. She was, yeah. like, she was all fucked up. <laughs> but she she turned her, you know, she turned everything around. And she's, you know, she's, again, a, a movie star. She's a modern-day modern Britney Spears. No, she has. She's done a great job. Yeah, she she really has. Hey, so is Corey Feldman, though. He was on an interview the uh, the other day, and um, he has not drank or done drugs since he was seventeen. So imagine how much he did before then. <laughs> he was on. Yeah, he uh, still looks like a fucking tie. Well, he's on tour. He has a, a rock band now, and but he's still to this day. Will not publicly talk about what happened to the other uh, Corey. Corey Haim. Yeah. But can you imagine? You know, I'm sure we've all been in spots in our lives where, oh, well, I got to slow down a little bit. But at 17, I, 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 I was maybe just getting started. Yeah, I, I kind of wish I would have slowed down at 17. <laughs> Oh, so you were early too. I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like some of these kids just went hell, you know. Like uh, Big B was saying, uh, Drew Barrymore was doing coke with probably fifty-year-olds at at parties yeah. when she was twelve. I don't know. Yeah, you just—it's hard to imagine the kind of life they led, you know, because they were. They were especially Corey Feldman. The kid was like a rock star, and he really didn't have to go on tour or do anything. And he was at the right age where he could he could be with just about any girl he wanted to be at the time, mm-hmm. and he could go anywhere to and get anything handed to him. You walk in a restaurant and you're Corey Feldman, you're getting a free meal. That's true. Yeah, and that's what that that's what happens to a lot of child actors. Um, if they don't have a good, if, like, family circle around them, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them just get all fucked up. That's the whole, the entire cast of fucking different strokes. It was all, like, you know, on something, and, and most of them are dead. Willis was in jail. You know, it's, it's, it's it happens. Willis. Fucking Willis ended up in jail. What happened to the uh, short guy? He's dead. Oh, sorry. Sorry about your life. <laughs> What is his name? Gary Coleman? Gary Coleman, yeah. Yeah, before he died, he was working as a security guard. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he His his family fucked him, from what I understand. Like, the, the those contracts that he signed, all that money went to his family, and they never shared a dime with him. Jesus. That's rough, man. Yeah, so, yeah, the, exactly. He had to work as a security guard. Because how do you trust anybody after that? You know, when your mom yeah. screws you over, it's hard to trust any other one. It, re- it really is. And, uh, you know, that, you know, the, 
the life that he led after that, you know, when either he became an adult on his own or I don't know if he emancipated himself, but, uh, you know, the choices that he made, you know, I guess not trusting people led to really not doing anything, you know, further as far as acting goes. Yeah, it just seems so weird how it all ended for him, you know, yeah. being a security guard and all that. And for one, how good of a security guard could you be at his size? So. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Who the, the fuck are you going to stop? Oh, dude, <laughs> me. Fucking, him and fucking Emmanuel Lewis are teaming up. <laughs> Emmanuel they're gonna, Lewis. They're going to guard that doghouse like there's no tomorrow. I guess he, can, he could be a security guard at Toys R Us or something. <laughs> <laughs> in the department. Man, imagine them as midget tag team champions. <laughs> they would be fucking great. Emmanuel Lewis and fucking Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman fucking, ran for governor. Uh, did he really? Yeah, who? he was running the same year Arnold ran. Who, who ran for governor? Gary Coleman. Because that was a fucking circus, man. He's was, but was, boy, is Emmanuel Lewis still alive? I don't think so. <laughs> he sounded that with so much fucking confidence. <laughs> I was I was yawning at the time. I really don't care if Emmanuel Lewis is fucking. <laughs> I'd squash him like a fucking ant on my sidewalk. <laughs> All right, kids. Here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> We're going to go around real quick, then we're going to name this fucking show. Uh, Kifka Radio is the name of the show. Every Thursday, live, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Wherever good podcasts can be found, Facebook, Twitter, webpage, Kifka Radio. We made it really simple for you because we're really simple people. And then we have, of course, our good friend, Big B, who appears every Tuesday night right here on the network. Live at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Cave Crew Radio, for the Metal Thunder Radio Show. Great show, too, folks. Kick-ass metal. It's kick-ass metal, uh, but I have to, I I always say this, uh, great, great hosts, uh, which make the uh, big difference in the show. Uh, Pod Train. Choo-choo. (laughs) <laughs> we have no pod trains uh, in, in in the future yet. We're working on folks. We're working on. And, of course, Jason Marshall, tell us about your show, where to find it. Two-year anniversary just released. New and evolved. What's going on? Yeah, you can go to uh, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, all that stuff, and search for We Don't Have Cookies. Subscribe there. And uh, I got the rest of the year pretty much booked. So hopefully they'll be pretty good shows, and I hope people uh, come and check it out sometime. Do, do do you have Big B or myself or Stu booked? I well, we know that. Stu does little fucking shit for you all the time, but um, <laughs> he certainly doesn't have me booked. I'll tell you that. I, I don't <laughs> believe. I, I thought I had August twenty fourth written down, but I think he's probably rebooked. I mean, this yeah, is the first I, time he's been on this fucking show. I haven't been on once, but, you know, that's a, that's, that's a story for another time, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I have you guys written down for uh, something in particular that I'll, I'll talk to you guys about later. Yeah, okay. We've heard that before, <laughs> Big B. I've got a million-dollar job for you guys. You just wait How many and see. Mama Kite got? I have her on 
pretty much every month except for uh, in September because September is going to be a, a month where I just talk to people in other countries. How, how about how about the guy with the with the with the fucking Cheetos? He's going to be on next week too. So you guys are going to love next week's shows. It's going to be Mama Kate on Monday and Benny Mac on uh, on Thursday. And by the way, you've got an inside job on on Benny Mac. Uh, we would like to uh, we would like to have Benny Mac uh, on the crew. Yeah, I'll, uh, I've been wanting to talk to him because I just heard today. I'm not sure if it was a joke or what. Uh, it seemed pretty serious though. It uh, Benny said he got five hundred thousand dollars from Netflix to do something. So what? Yeah, and he's oh. he's got a hell of a nice studio. He's starting to build with that money so we'll see Thanks. what that's all about because he he works for mtv and uh stars over in new zealand so it's it's possible he's doing something with netflix i'm gonna find out and we'll talk about that on thursday well and can we get him on the show before he gets too big for us <laughs> <laughs> i'm hoping i get him on the show before he's too big for me <laughs> I have confirmation, by the way, folks. Uh, I do have confirmation from the uh, production company uh, that uh, Emmanuel Lewis is still alive. Is he? Yeah. I just looked that up, too. He's uh, alive and 46 years old. No idea what the fuck he's doing, but... Uh, wow. I, we're, we're, going, we're, we're going to... Um, uh, we're going to roll the... Uh, the uh, Perfect segue. Uh, Choo Choo Stew, what would you name this show? I would name this show Milk Bags and Collectible Pepsi. See, I'm going to have to start writing this shit down. <laughs> Milk Bags and Collectible Pepsi. I'm now going to go over to our uh, guest, Jason Marshall, from We Don't Have Cookies. Mm. I want to say stew stash or milk mustache. We'll just combine the two. So we got a uh, we got a stew stash and a milk mustache. Um. Big B. I would call this milk bag mania. <laughs> milk bag mania. And I have funny sound milk bag day. So hang on a minute. Writing these down from the chat. Uh, bag of mouth, no cookies uh, from the chat. Here's what we got: a funny sound milk bag day, uh, stew stash, milk mustache, milk bags, and collectible Pepsi, and milk bags. I didn't bag get milk, no cookies. I didn't get the end of yours, uh, Big B. Milk bag what? Milk bag mania. Mania. 
So there you go, folks. You have uh, one, two, three. Jason, Jason said uh, stew stash milk mustache. All right. So we go around the room. We vote. See if one wins, hopefully. Uh, Jason, you can vote for your own or pick another. Jason just joined back. Listening. Okay, let's go yeah, to no, Stu. No. Let's uh, go to Stu. Stu, what would you vote? I would go for the bag of milk, no cookies. Oh, shit. I didn't even write that one down. Bag of milk, no cookies. Okay. As one vote. Big B. Uh, I'm going to stick with my own. Milk bag mania. Okay. Uh, Jason? I like the bag of milk, no cookies. Well, that's two. And here's going to throw a real rook in it. Because I also voted for milk bag mania. So for the first time ever, in chat room, do it quick. Um, well, it's already three to two. Oh. Well, he hasn't oh, yeah. voted. He hasn't re-voted. Uh, uh, Al. That was his suggestion. Now, now the vote comes down. Al, we need a vote, and we can't stay here all night. <laughs> he just changed it to bag of milks. No, it is between milk bag mania and bag of milk, no cookies. You have the winning vote. I know there's a slight delay. Um, we'll play sound effects while, while we wait for you. Gross. <laughs> I've left all my uh, the sound effects page. I don't have any more. Okay, so I guess it is a bag of milk and no cookies. Okay. I can move with that. All right, kids. Uh, the name of the show is Cape Crew Radio. Uh, Jason Marshall, we don't have cookies. Make sure you check it out. Metal Thunder Radio, uh, Tuesday nights live, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Cape Crew Radio. Uh, we'll have the link for Jason's show uh, in the show notes, um, and we'll be pimping them out like crazy. Uh, no word on a new podcast train, so uh, we're going to cut out. Um, bag of milk, no cookies. Name of the show. Shut up! 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 Shut up!